Greetings and welcome to the Physiology Friday newsletter. Today, we're going to be talking about exercise prehabilitation or prehab for preventing muscle loss during inactivity. Inactivity is one of the most pernicious behaviors of our modern day. As jobs increasingly transition to work from home gigs and online shopping becomes mainstream, being sedentary is now easier than ever. Getting adequate physical activity becomes something one must intentionally set out to do. Short periods of inactivity or even reducing your daily step count can exert profound effects on metabolic and musculoskeletal health. Even for individuals who exercise a lot, the evidence seems to indicate that moving throughout the day is important to maximize training adaptations. Inactivity becomes even more detrimental and physical activity more beneficial as we age. This is because aging is associated with something called anabolic resistance. In essence, muscles become resistant to growth and less responsive to proteins and amino acids stimulating muscle protein synthesis. Put another way, 30 grams of protein stimulates protein synthesis to a lesser degree in older muscle compared to younger muscle. This also seems to apply to exercise. Older adults need more of an exercise stimulus to build or maintain muscle. We're also, or at least we tend to be, less active as older adults, and for the quote really old, periods of disuse and inactivity due to bed rest, during illness, or after surgery become a major issue. However, this certainly isn't limited to the very old. Anyone can experience a period where they're unable to move due to an injury or some type of sickness, even if it's just a flu or COVID-19, for example. If you do require bed rest or experience a planned reduction in activity, how can you mitigate the loss in fitness and other catabolic effects? Performing exercise before a period of inactivity is termed prehabilitation, in contrast to rehabilitation, which would refer to performing exercise after a period of inactivity or injury. Prehab is crucial, especially for older adults facing rapid muscle loss and anabolic resistance during bed rest or disuse. Studies indicate that muscle mass and strength may not fully recover to pre-bed rest levels, emphasizing the importance of finding strategies to prevent rather than to restore the catabolic effects of bed rest in older adults. A new study in the Journal of Physiology investigated a simple and quick prehabilitation strategy for older adults. However, the applications can apply to all of us, regardless of age. The focus of the investigation was on examining whether a single session of resistance exercise could prevent muscle atrophy and reductions in muscle protein synthesis during a five-day bed rest period. A total of 10 older men, average of 72 years of age, participated in the study. All participants engaged in a unilateral, meaning one leg only, lower body resistance exercise prehabilitation a day before five days of bed rest. The resistance exercise included six sets of 12 repetitions of leg extension and leg curl performed at 75% of participants' one repetition maximum, with two minutes rest between each set. Throughout the bed rest phase, participants remained in bed, but they were allowed to sit up or recline during the day, performing light, non-weight-bearing exercises hourly. During the bed rest phase, participants' step count dropped from an average of 9,000 per day to under 200. The measurements included quadriceps muscle cross-sectional area, CSA, and muscle fiber type, CSA, in both the exercised and control legs, which were assessed using magnetic resonance imaging, or MRI, before and after bed rest. 
Furthermore, integrative myofibrillar protein synthesis, or MyoPS, was evaluated continuously during bed rest. And acute myofibrillar protein synthesis was assessed in the fasting state and postprandially after ingesting 15 grams of milk protein isolate. Hormones, lipids, body weight, and body composition were also measured pre and post bed rest. Okay, let's discuss some of the results. Body mass, body mass index, or BMI, and fat-free mass declined during bed rest, while relative fat mass increased. In other words, participants' body composition got much worse. Quadriceps muscle cross-sectional area decreased at 40%, 60%, and 80% of lower limb length in both legs. However, the relative decrease was less in the exercised leg compared to the control leg at 40% and 60% of lower limb length. This indicates that exercise somewhat preserved muscle mass during bed rest. However, fiber type cross-sectional area remained unchanged in both legs. During the bed rest phase, myofibrillar protein synthesis was lower in the control leg than in the exercise leg. Postprandial, in other words, protein synthesis after the protein ingestion, rates increased in the exercise leg, but not the control leg after bed rest, indicating a maintenance of anabolic stimulation by protein intake. However, the change in acute myofibrillar protein synthesis from the fasted state to the postprandial state did not differ between legs. Finally, plasma insulin and triglycerides increased while serum total and high-density lipoprotein, or HDL, decreased. However, these changes were measured overall and not in each leg specifically, so they kind of just refer to the metabolic effects of bed rest rather than the effects of exercise. A prior study by this same research group investigating four prehab sessions over seven days before bed rest showed higher myofibrillar protein synthesis rates during prehab in the exercise leg. However, during bed rest, protein synthesis decreased. Quadriceps muscle cross-sectional area also decreased in both legs with no observable prehab effect. These results would suggest that a single bout of resistance exercise, as used in this study, might be as, if not more effective, than four bouts prior to bed rest. Notably, a confounding factor in this study was the lack of dietary control, resulting in reduced protein intake by almost 20 grams per day during bed rest. Considering the crucial role of protein in muscle protein synthesis and anabolic resistance, questions arise about the impact of maintaining or increasing protein intake during bed rest. Indeed, supplementing with protein and amino acids has been shown to prevent or mitigate muscle strength and function loss during bed rest. In the current study, participants also increased their carbohydrate intake by over 100 grams per day during the bed rest phase. So in other words, diet quality decreased during the bed rest phase. Not surprising given that they were in a hospital setting. Even for those of us not planning on bed rest anytime soon, these results have some major applications. As I mentioned earlier, reductions in daily step count or a few days of just getting less exercise than usual can cause metabolic changes and decrease our overall strength and fitness. Are you going on a two or three day vacation where you won't be able to exercise much? Do you have a long flight or a car trip planned? 
Each of these represent a scenario where we may experience some, quote, anabolic resistance and for which a prehab strategy might prove to be effective. A plan of action? Right before travel, maybe the day before or even a few hours before, head to the gym for a weightlifting session. Alternatively, go for a long run, a walk, or a bike ride. This will also have benefits for your cardiovascular health and function, since prolonged periods of sitting can lead to endothelial dysfunction and poor circulation. The takeaway, avoid inactivity if possible, and when it's not possible, prehab your way to better health and fitness. Thanks for listening. See you next Friday.